0: Welcome to the Brain Gain Youngstown Leadership Series podcast. Each week, we'll learn from leaders who are driving change and making an impact. Now, here's your host, the CEO of the Youngstown Publishing Company, Jeff Leo Herman.
1: Welcome to the Brain Gain podcast. And today we are joined again by Jeremy Leidick. Jeremy, thanks for joining us.
2: Uh, Hey, Jeff. How's it going, man?
1: I'm good. Why are you here today, Jeremy? What are you doing on this feed? You told me to be here. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I'm busting your chops. Busting your chops, but no, you have a very special Navigators event to introduce, and we really want to encourage people to, to hang and listen. It's a great it's a great event. Tell us all about it, Jeremy.
2: Absolutely, so this is uh, another continuation of our BrainGain Navigators uh, live event tours, our live virtual live career pathway exploration tours. And uh, this is really special because it's our first one that takes a look at manufacturing. Uh, we have a really great collection of manufacturers in our entire region, and uh, they've been hurting for a long time now for workers. Uh, you know, something that uh, we've always been reporting on them, even before pandemic, even before everything that's been going on over the last year and a half. Uh, they need to start reaching out to the next generation. And not only getting people interested in working uh, manufacturing careers, but sort of changing the narrative yeah. that manufacturing is somehow dirty and and dangerous, and you're going to be losing fingers and, and driving home covered in grease. And it's just not the case. Not even close. Not even close. So, who? We, uh, who what's our tour? Who do we feature today in our tour? Today we're going to be featuring Heinz Industries. Uh, Heinz has operated out of Youngstown for nearly 100 years. now. Wow. Yeah, it's a nice old company, and uh, but not old uh, equipment, not old processes. Everything is up to date. Everything is very modern. Uh, and they're continuing to to push themselves to create new innovations. So they're always looking for young talent. And one thing that I thought, Jeff, was very interesting when I was touring the plant, a lot of the workers that we talked to were not inherently manufacturing people. They were not originally in manufacturing. Two of the people we spoke to were actually trained to work in uh, healthcare in the medical fields. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another person we spoke to, she uh, it's a woman, she had been there for 25 years and she's actually a teacher by training. Uh, But she found that by working in manufacturing, she could earn a better living for herself and her kids. And a former
1: auto worker, I believe, I heard as well, right? Absolutely. Uh, Two years ago, and
2: he's loving it. Yep. A gentleman who worked at GM Lordstown, actually. Uh, So when that plant closed down, he didn't work at GM Lordstown. Uh, I I changed that. He worked for, I believe, the local Magna Magna Seeding. Yeah, Yeah, he worked for Magna Seeding. So when GM Lordstown did close down and Magna Seeding followed... Uh, he was actually able to get retrained, and uh, he said, uh, "You know, they 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 train you. I mean, if you're looking for a job in manufacturing, whether it's Heinz or any of the local manufacturers,
1: Mahoney, if Mahoney, you Mahoney, come Coalition.
2: in, that's, that's right. right. If if you uh, if you go in there looking for a job and you haven't even picked up a screwdriver your entire life, they'll still start you from square one." and and they'll work you up and and you have opportunities to work up because a lot of the folks there started as basic operators and now they are supervisors.
1: Okay. So listen, people, everyone, thank you for joining us. You have to listen to this. Now you have an option to watch, right? This actually is a visual experience. And if you go to our brain gain page on the website, businessjournaldaily.com, and you'll see brain gain in our navigation, you'll find all of our navigators virtual tours there. Uh, But the first couple minutes are it's more or less a video package, but then you get into a, in a really extensive Q and A. So, just I encourage everyone to hang on and, and it's you know listen to what the you know the big key messages here. And if you really want to watch it, you can do that as well. Uh, we're basically just replaying this because it was so
2: awesome. <laughs> it was very cool. Yeah, we had a great conversation with the guys from Heinz, uh, CEO Rick Oregon and Plant Manager Jeremy Gursky. Uh, the students who participated in the event uh, peppered them with a lot of great questions. Uh, so you get to hear how Rick and Jeremy both got into it. And then they talk about manufacturing in general. It's good stuff.
1: So, And we get hundreds of students registering for these events, right? Hundreds?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, each event, you get, we get like two to 300 students registered. In, and either they're watching it live or they're, they're checking it out after the fact on demand. Teachers are showing these videos in their classrooms. It's it's really uh, it's really exciting thing to be a part of.
1: Fantastic. Well, without further ado, let's introduce the tour of Heinz Industries. And like we said, please listen or please watch, uh, whatever whatever preference whatever your preferences are for learning, be them visual, be them audio or reading. We uh, you have a story coming out about this as well, correct?
2: Uh, the story's out. The story's okay. out. Uh, it is in the May edition of the Business Journal, so pick it up. Jeez.
1: Okay, so create once, publish everywhere, right? Video, right. audio, print, digital, uh, social. I don't know. I'm sure there's more things I could talk about, but l- let's stop, stop wasting everyone's time and uh, introduce the next Brain Game Navigator Store.
2: So hello, welcome to Brain Gain Navigators. I am your host, Jeremy Lydic. I am content manager with the Business Journal. And uh, today we're going to be exploring manufacturing careers. Our featured tour is of Heinz Industries in Youngstown, which manufactures custom metal products. And for our panel today, we are pleased to welcome president and CEO, Rick Organ, and plant manager, Jeremy Gursky. Good afternoon, guys. We can see you.
3: Good afternoon. How are you, Jeremy?
2: Hanging in there. Doing all right. So a little bit later, uh, you'll all hear from Rick and Jeremy, and they will be ready to answer any questions you have. So be thinking about what you want to ask. Uh, But for right now, I'm going to play a video of our visit to Heinz Industries, where we spoke with some of the workers there about how they got into manufacturing and what their day is like. I'm Jeremy
4: the plant manager at uh, Heinz Industries in Youngstown. Uh, We're in our wire department uh, at Hendricks Road. Uh, This is uh, one of our edging mills. Uh, We have uh, coils that go up. They get run through a set of edging rolls, Uh, just put a nice edge on it, uh, cut to length, and then package to our finished customer.
2: I'm actually a a third generation steel worker. Uh, My grandfather, I actually worked for this company, and my father also
4: worked for this company for 30 years. A lot of math skills go to this. Uh, We're measuring the width of the steel, uh, the gauge of the steel, uh, a lot of visual inspection. Uh, Tape measures, calipers, micrometers are used daily here.
5: I think there's a lot of good skilled jobs out there.
4: Terrence uh, behind me is bundling a finished product. Uh, for
5: a, a job for a customer. And I was actually in the medical field and I'd never done anything like this. I, I saw the place and I wanted to do it and it, it was amazing work. <laughs> a lot of things that we make, you don't know that they're in everyday life. We do a lot of things for truck trailers, it's a lot of different things. You never know what is made, what things are made out
4: of. Operators here at Heinz, they'll set up the jobs, they'll run the jobs, and then they'll ban. Uh, we have material handlers that will come in take that bundle away. Uh, the operator will set the mill up for the next bundle and then uh, we're off and running. So right now Linda is setting up a punch press. Like today I'm
0: putting a die in, sometimes I run a mill, so it changes every day which is good, I like that.
4: Uh, what that die will do is it will serve as a secondary uh, punching operation, it will put holes in parts that are already been rolled for them. The benefit package alone is the reason
0: I've been here almost 25 years
4: this mill here, we have a uh, large payoff where we put our reel up, goes through a leveling unit that
5: straightens the steel before it goes into a welder. Well, when GM Lordstown closed down, I, I worked for a company, a supply company called Magnus Seating, and uh, when I got laid off, I came here, applied on Indeed, and I got a job here, and it's been a little over
4: two years now. And once we weld it, uh, we bring the material through, and we're running finished product.
5: A lot of opportunity for growth here, I mean, started out as a helper, now I'm an operator. So, I mean, there's still more room to grow and move on just from the operator position as well. This facility in Hines Industries, I think is a great opportunity for somebody to uh, support a family. It, it's done it for my family for 70 years. Most rewarding part of the job is probably gaining the knowledge that I can possibly take somewhere else or move up in the company because there's plenty of opportunity to move up. Heinz Industries is a great place to work. I mean, the benefits are second to none in this for this area. The pay's good. We have two guys who went from the floor. They're going into maintenance. They go to school. You can also go in machine shop. And you can learn how to be a machiner. There's a lot of skills and trades that you can learn here. There are a world of opportunities out there if somebody's willing to work.
0: The Brain Gain is a collaborative effort and we'd like to thank our headlining sponsors, including Farmers National Bank, Sweeney Chevrolet Buick GMC, the Mahoning Valley Manufacturers Coalition, and Southwoods Health. Also included are Eastern Gateway Community College, PNC Bank, the Maransky Companies, the Mahoning County Career and Technical Center, the Youngstown Business Incubator, Simon Roofing, the DeBartolo Corporation, Youngstown State University, and Junior Achievement of the Mahoning Valley.
2: That was the world premiere of the Heinz Industries Navigators Tour video.
3: That was Uh, a great video. That's the first time I've seen it. Thank you very much. Turned out nice, didn't it? Sure did. Sure did. Thank you.
2: Glad to see uh, both Rick and Jeremy are are here. Uh, They're ready to answer some questions. Uh, So, for all the attendees, um, if you have a question you want to ask Rick or Jeremy about the manufacturing industry, you can click the raise hand icon down on the Zoom panel uh, and then I'll be able to let you speak. Or if you want, uh, you can open up that Q&A panel there and type in your question and I'll make sure uh, that I ask it to Rick and Jeremy. But uh, I have a couple of icebreakers here to kind of get the ball rolling. Uh, and I guess, gentlemen, I'll just leave the floor open to you. In your opinion, what are some of the benefits of pursuing a career in manufacturing?
3: Jeremy, do you want to take that?
6: Yeah, um, I know one of the, the benefits that I that I you know I got when I was uh, just regular working in production and in manufacturing was just satisfaction of. Yeah, you know, we're making a product, and you know, an end user is going to use that, and, and it's satisfying. It's it's nice to know that you're you're a part of something that is not, you know, just you know, it could be a garage door, it could be a a rack for solar, it could be you know, parts for cars, things like that. So it's things in everyday use. So it's 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 satisfying, and then you know, it's a hard day's work, and you you leave feeling satisfied. So that's a big part of it.
3: You know, the only thing, if I may add to that. Uh, I think that, in addition, you heard in the video, Linda mentioned variety, and, and I think that's certainly one thing that you get here in, at Heinz specifically, but in general, in manufacturing, each day is a little bit different and throughout the course of the day. So there's a lot of variety keeps you interested. I think in addition to that, it's physically as well as mentally challenging. So uh, I, I think when you leave here at the end of the day, you sh- you should feel very satisfied that you produce something that you can relate to and that you've been challenged in a lot of different ways.
2: Sounds good. Uh, Rick, tell us a little bit about how you kind of got into it. Uh, What was it about manufacturing that drew
3: you? You know, I think probably the things that we just talked about. um, You know, I've been uh, throughout my career, I started my career as a consultant and uh, frankly, had always had the desire to uh, get into operations, to get into production, to get into manufacturing. I grew up in the Valley. I went to Boardman High School a long time ago, uh, left the area and returned about five years ago to take over Heinz. But what, what I find most satisfying is the things that we talked about before. It's certainly wonderful to I've I've run businesses in distribution and supply chain as well where we were producing parts and I must say I keep coming back to businesses in which we're producing items that we can touch and feel and see in our everyday life
2: how about you Jeremy is that make about, is that about the same
6: it is you know my I came into you know manufacturing uh, you know just working my way through college Trying to, you know, do something. I started working, you know, making manufacturing, manufacturing patio doors, and uh, I saw the engineers coming in and, you know, just sort of figuring things out. And then I, you know, I looked at them and I thought I could do that, or I want to do that. And uh, the, I followed them around. And then my supervisors let me, you know, they gave me a little bit of leeway to work with them and, you know, start. Start the process not just manufacture the goods so uh, I've seen all aspects of it and now a plant manager here you know that ground floor um, engagement you know really helped me because I learned how to build the products I learned the, you know how important the safety and the machinery was and then you know just took that to every level of the manufacturing process but I really enjoyed it. I, I think it's a it's a good way to you know interact with people from you know every level and then the uh, just seeing the products, you know, go out the door, you had a hand in it. Very satisfying. What were you going to college for? Uh, elementary education. Okay. <laughs> totally, totally, uh, exactly what I do here.
3: Linda, me and Linda. <laughs> Linda. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I, uh, I thought I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a coach, and, and do that. And uh, I'm sure that would have been fun. But uh, I really enjoy what I do now.
2: So kind of let, let, let's touch on that a little bit because I'm sure there's plenty of students uh, right now who are watching this that are thinking, you know, they're going to be going to college. Uh, you know, that, that's pretty much the most popular path, at least uh, uh, from where parents are concerned. But uh, what was that sort of moment where you realize that even though I'm in college, even though I'm studying education, you know, manufacturing is, is definitely the way I want to go?
6: I think I was good at it. I was uh, I was more hands-on. wasn't real good in a classroom setting. I think, but it, you know, just being out there working, I could be productive. I could be, you know, I could excel. It was something that I was good at. So I really, really, uh, I think I got the satisfaction out of it. So it sort of, I stayed in it. You know, I, and it was a, an angle for me to, you know, show what I was good at. Gotcha.
2: We have a couple of questions here from our uh, participants. Uh, the first one: What's most important to you in a production position?
6: I think Rick says it a lot: um, attitude and aptitude. You know, we we, we want to be you know we want to be able to learn the stuff, but we want to have a good attitude going in. And then you know, attendance. You know, making sure that you're engaged enough that uh, you're important to the manufacturing process and that you know your attendance is important so you know attitude aptitude and just being being available you know and uh open for o- open for those suggestions and uh, and all that so those two main things i know rick was probably going to say those two exact things so i was
3: those are key yeah i talk about that uh, re- regularly here you know, in Heinz, or, or for that case, in most manufacturing businesses, and you, know, you don't come in with the skills necessary from a, a practical skills that you, you're going to require in the manufacturing environment. We're going to teach you those. And I always talk about attitude and aptitude. The attitude is like speed in an athlete. If you've got speed, we can teach you the rest and aptitude if you're willing to learn and you're willing to let other people teach you and be patient. uh, And as Jeremy said, you're dependable. Um, The soft skills, those are are critically important to us. We can teach you all the rest. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. What about, uh, you know, that's great that you you could definitely uh, teach the folks uh, to do the practical skills, but what about uh, just inherent knowledge? What are some of the Maybe school subjects that lend themselves to the type of work that you do every single day.
6: Math. Math to me was the, uh, you know, and and it's it's just regular, it's simple math. You know, it's not you know get crazy math where you need to know you need to know how to add, subtract, um, you know, multiply, divide. That's that's really the main the main thing, and you know you can't really. I guess teach that here we can we can help but uh yeah i mean if, if i was going to say to take anything out of your school experience it would be the math I, I would agree with you and any comprehension or anything like that that you know reading and things like that
3: but the, the math to me was was important and the only other thing i would say to that add to that jeremy if i may is uh i, I believe in addition to that english skills communication skills Uh, are very important, right? To be able to effectively communicate verbally and in written, um, I think that's very important as well.
2: Okay, great. Uh, Another question from our uh, attendees, Uh, how has your work experience prepared you for a production job? Uh, And I guess that could mean anything from professional work experience to maybe even summer jobs while you're in high school. (laughs)
6: <laughs> Go ahead.
3: So, you know, I, I guess I would say, as I as I mentioned, I grew up in the in the valley here, and I think probably from age 12, I probably had my first job, and I delivered the Vindicator as a as a young boy, and then I worked in construction. My father had was a general contractor here in Youngstown, and so uh, I worked in the shop as I was, throughout my uh, summer months, and then I went on to Sparkle Market and worked at. Sparkle Market, and from there, you know, I I think that wherever you go and whatever you've done, I think that those experiences teach you responsibility. Uh, They teach you, you know, that you need to be at a place on time. They need, they teach you how to respect one another and respect the environment that you're in. And um, I think. It starts at a very early age and and I was fortunate enough to have those opportunities and and then continue to grow with those throughout my career. Jeremy, I'm sure yes you have a similar story. almost the same I mean
6: I, I delivered to Vindicator as well. That was my first hey, you got to get up on Saturday morning type responsibility that I learned. and then you know my father owned a, a steel business around here in Youngstown, and I worked in there. Uh, as young as I can remember, picking up banding and um, sweeping the floor and things like that, and my experience was I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I didn't want to do it at all. And then I got you know, a little bit older, and I realized I like this. You know, It's hands-on. I'm, I'm doing something that I look behind me, and it's done. So, yeah, I mean, and, and I worked in fast food when I was younger and realized I didn't want to do that. So I think my experiences uh, working helped me realize what I like to do and what I don't like to do. Um, And and I did like the manufacturing side of it. Very good.
2: Uh, Now, uh, another question uh, from our uh, attendees. Uh, Of course, we're all human, you know, mistakes happen. Uh, So when you're out on the floor, when you're on the job, uh, you know, what do you do uh, when you make a mistake or someone else makes a mistake? uh, You know, What's what's the process when that happens?
6: Escalate it. Let somebody know. Um, it's that communication at that moment, uh, real time. Uh, let let somebody know what happened. Uh, usually in a the business, there's a procedure for that, or you have the chain of command. Where you know if it's a quality issue, you get somebody from quality. Uh, if it's a safety issue, you get somebody from the safety committee, uh, and you just let somebody know. You don't hold it. You know, the best thing to do is put it out there, get a team of people to come up with a solution, potentially let the customer know there's an issue. Um, but, you know, honesty is the best policy in that case uh, in any right. Yeah, just let somebody know. And then the more people involved help you get a better solution.
3: Yeah, yeah I think most importantly, as Jeremy points out here, Mistakes happen each and every day. Jeremy and I, I'm sure, today have already made uh, our own mistakes numerous times. Uh, you know, the reality is we understand that. Most important to us is how we respond to the mistake. Um, you know, let's own it. Let's let's get together. You made it. Someone else likely would have made it had you not made it. Let's. There's something flawed in the system that we need to correct and we have people here to help one another. And that's most importantly, I think maybe we can talk about this at the outset, and this is certainly not unique to a manufacturing environment, but the reality is one of the things that makes you know, such, this such an enjoyable job is the opportunity to work with people each and every day, and we know we're here to help one another. We have, our, we have each other's backs, and we go to war for each other each and every day um and 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 that's what gets me up in the morning i'm sure that's what gets jeremy up in the morning as well the last thing i would say another one of the many things i say around here is you know bad news doesn't get better with age so when something you know happens that we didn't anticipate let's immediately identify let's bring it to people and and let's not uh you know kind of ignore it and try to spin it into an opportunity to um
6: Eliminate that from happening again mm-hmm. or something like it, a near miss, uh, per se, in the in this world is, is huge because it could have happened and it drove you to a deep dive that maybe stopped it the next time. So, you know, turn it into an opportunity and communication starts that.
2: Absolutely. Learning experiences are important in every industry at all levels. Um do you guys have a favorite product that you produce? Uh, anything that uh, maybe it was challenging, or just when you were done, you thought, "Wow, that's really cool." Well,
6: I, I don't know if there's a specific for me. I mean, maybe for Rick, but I, I think it's you know, for us, it's surprising to me as in especially you know from the time I started to now learning what all the products we make do and what they're used for. So. I don't know if I have one that I like better or, or not, but I, I find some interesting. We make some breathing tubes um, for a, a medical company that go into the, uh, the, the breathing application that you would get in the hospital. Uh, we make like, garage door uh, tracks and things like that. Um, so, no, there, there's some things that are more interesting than others, uh, and definitely when we get when we get a win, when we get a hard product and we're able to successfully manufacture that and sell it, and the customer liked it and we get good feedback i mean that's awesome you know but, but that's what we're shooting for to be able to get those hard products made and make the customer happy
2: i'll go ahead and uh, piggyback on that last question uh, uh maybe not your most favorite product but what's been maybe the most challenging project uh you guys have had there
6: uh we, well we have a project going on right now that is uh some racking Uh, for distribution centers and the sheer volume um, that we need to produce has been challenging Uh, working out the bugs making sure we hit deadlines Um, and uh, it's a dedicated mill meaning this the only thing that's going to run on this mill and it's going to run every day Um, and we've got to we've got to we've got to win you know and that's what gets me up in the morning is winning and this is something we want to win on so we're we're winning, but we're we're having challenges, and we're going to stay on it until we can successfully say that you know this was a win for us. So hopefully that's maybe the end of this week. I'm not sure because we're we're working on it right now.
2: All right, sounds good. Um, so we we talked to a, a a good number of people on your shop floor. Um, take me through a typical day, uh, you know, from punch in to punch out. Uh, what, what is the typical day of your average uh, shop worker?
6: Well, right now, um, we have a information board when they come, you know, they come in, they punch in, they get their temperature taken. Uh, with the, the way COVID has us right now, we have to um, fall in line with that. We want to make sure everybody's safe. So we come through the door, get your temperature taken, punch in. Uh, we have a locker room, they change their clothes. Uh, so they can get dirty at work and then leave and don't you know get into a clean car, no worries. But the uh, information board when they come in tells them what mill they're going to be working on that day, and uh, they go there. So by seven o'clock they usually work seven to three, um, unless they're working over. At seven o'clock they're at their mill, um, and then they'll start running parts. Um, steel goes through the mill. They package it, band it. Material handlers take it away, and uh, you know they have lunch about noon. I uh, get 20 minutes, half hour for lunch. Um, then they hit the, the second part of their day. So, you know, it's mainly uh, some people run, you know, the same mill all day. And then we have some that will run uh, maybe two hours on a mill. We'll finish a project and they'll go start something else. So uh, and then, you know, I, I know Linda was in there saying she liked the variety. Uh, she's somebody who's a little different. She's works as the janitor. She also works as a mill operator. She can set up the presses. She can run the presses. She's very diverse, so she's very valuable to us. Um, but somebody like that, their day is is bouncing. You know, they they could be in five, six different spots through the day, so that variety for her is something that she really enjoyed. Now, there's people that would prefer to come in, get on a mill, run their product, and leave without speaking a word. Um, and some people have that ability to do that, but. A lot of variety, but mainly they, they know where they're going when they come in and uh, they know where they're going to end
2: up. So I think they like that as well. Okay. Uh, about how many hours uh, are folks working in a given week? Uh, what, what do the shifts look like?
6: Are we In this facility here, we run a three shift operation. We have seven to three, three to 11 um, or 11 to seven. So they, they rotate. Um, and right now they're working about 48 hours. So we're doing six days, um, eight hours a day. We have a set up crew who that's who starts the process. They go out and set the mills up before an operator can come run them. And we have them on 10 hours. So they're working uh, 58 hours uh, during the week. Uh, But that's about standard right now. And we're getting into our busy season. So uh, there is some overtime out there.
2: I was going to say, what's the busy season look like? (laughs)
6: <laughs> Very, busy. Very, busy. Very busy. Very busy, to say the least. But um,
2: that, that's a good place to be. Gotcha. Busy is good. Absolutely. Uh, now, are you guys uh, looking to bring on more hands? Uh, is it getting to the point where you need to hire more people? What kind of job opportunities are there for you know, current job seekers and then uh, the next generation, uh, the, the students that we're talking to today?
3: Sure. There, there are, first of all, there are plenty of opportunities here. We are, in fact, uh, uh, as Jeremy indicated, we are very busy, um, and we c- expect to be not only busy throughout the rest of this quarter, but in, throughout the rest of the year. And and as we look ahead, uh, in you know, through our crystal ball, we anticipate the next couple of years to be extremely busy for Heinz, and the result of which is we are actively looking to add production workers here in Youngstown. Um, We also operate a facility in Painesville, Ohio and Kokomo, Indiana. We're looking to add at those three sites as well. We're also looking to bring on board quality technicians um, and uh, those will be uh, starting here as well as in uh, in Painesville. And then we're also looking at uh, positions within our Administrative offices uh, as well. So, you know, we've we've been very fortunate. Uh, we came through quite well through the last you know 12 to 15 months of challenges brought about as a result of the pandemic, and we are in a very strong position and, and growing, and as a result, adding positions. So, you know, we're 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 looking to add. And 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 I think maybe Jeremy, I mentioned this to you when we talked previously. One of the things that we find is, and and Brian Shainer, who was one of the gentlemen that you uh, interviewed uh, when you were here, he's he's the third generation of uh, individual here at Heinz. That by no means is unusual and we find that uh, there are generations of individuals who are uh, are here at Heinz and we're, we're continuing that. So as we hire, many of the people that we are now hiring come to us uh, primarily as a result of referrals from existing employees. Uh, they are, uh, you know, whether they be family members or friends or others, um, we, we find that they tend to be a very good source of, uh, of um, individuals.
2: Got gotcha. you. So what can a student do now? This is a question from one of our uh, participants. Um, what can a student do now to prepare for a job in manufacturing? Um, open up the. Floor I, to I you. think
3: Yeah, I think it goes back to something that for some reason your screen's not working, so um, if you want to come up sit by me no, I'll try to get it to work here. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I, I think it goes back to something Jeremy said before. We talked about you know what what kind of classes you should be taking. You know, basic math skills very important. Basic communication skills very important. I, I think any, in in addition to that, anything you can do to um, have employment elsewhere that to in, you know to learn what it's like to work in an environment, to show up on time, to you know be reliable to be dependable. It, it's surprising at one level, um, but at another, not very surprising. And when we look at the background of the people that we have here at Heinz, the majority of the people working in our production today did not start their careers in manufacturing. Typically they come from other industries, many of them come from service industries and so forth. Um, that was their first jobs and, and they learned. They learned about what it meant to have a job, to be on time, to work with other people, to bring a good attitude, to work each and every day. Um, that's what you can do to prepare yourself. Um, I think more than anything else is just kind of get yourself prepared with the basics, the fundamentals that are necessary.
2: And I know a lot of the students uh, that are, you know, well, some of the students that are watching today uh, might be mm-hmm. in the more middle school age range. So sure. not, not quite a, at an age to. Uh, uh, actually go out and get a job just yet. Um, But what about hobbies? Uh, Are there things that uh, students can be doing now, young men and women who, uh, you know, maybe just in their free time to, whether it's getting used to working with their hands or or doing some of the things that you guys do on a daily basis?
3: I'm going to let Jeremy, uh, uh, because I think he's a great example of, of doing just that himself exactly just doing i mean just working
6: you know i know with my kids myself i just keep them working i keep them in the yard i have chores for them um i know that anybody in the plant that uh one of their hobbies would be working on cars things like that um you know can you change your own tire if you had to you know those are the more mechanical type you know thing i think they do a little bit better uh but just that overall work ethic i mean i know there's skills that you want to gain or get better at but you know just not being afraid to work you know that's the important the real important part as rick said we'll train the rest you know someone who's uh, aware and engaged and uh willing to learn you know we can train as far as skills go just keep working keep active and uh you know that's that's important in, in the manufacturing
2: field help mom and dad around the and house stay healthy. Right?
6: you know try to keep yourself healthy <laughs>
2: right really good point. Okay. Um, uh, One of the folks that we spoke to, uh, he had meant a couple of the folks that we spoke to mentioned that uh, uh, they're interested in the opportunities for promotion within Heinz. Um, What does the average workers future look like uh, with Heinz Industries as far as uh, climbing up the ladder? Are there many opportunities
6: for promotion? I'll start it, and then I'll let uh, Rick finish. But, yeah, right now, um, uh, three of our supervisors out of four uh, have been promoted from within. Uh, They worked on the floor as uh, operators or setup people. Um, Probably didn't think when they came here that they would uh, be doing anything close to what they're doing now. So, you know, the opportunities are there, I know, here. Um, and, and I think a lot of places, you know, the, if, I, if I'm on the floor and I'm needing help and I'm an operator and I, and I call my supervisor and he's never done the job, um, it's hard for him to give me an answer that's a true resource for me. Um, but if he's done the job and he was obviously good enough at that job to make somebody want to promote him up and be the supervisor, he can be a bigger help to me. So uh, that's the mindset that I, um, I guess, take that. I want someone on the floor you know being in charge who's done the job as much as possible um, they can identify issues quicker uh, they know exactly what people are talking about they know the struggle um, I know that's just the supervisor part but I know that as far as the organization goes, you know they, there's good people and they, you know there's usually a place for them so I know here we, we have been promoting from within. Um, you know, that, that's my take on it. I like to see people grow within the organization, uh, not just come out of the off the street, although that helps because you get a different perspective. Um, but you know it's nice to have that next step in the ladder so people know there's a there's uh, somewhere to go.
3: Yeah, and I, I think you know the uh, to to Jeremy's point, we've made it a we've made it a point here at Heinz, at least to promote from within. Um, throughout the organization. Jeremy mentioned our supervisors who came from the floor. Again, their point is they're there to help our operators be successful. You know, we, we talk a lot about the only thing we care about is to help each person be as successful as they can be. We're here to help you be successful. Our quality technician, we brought up from the floor as well. Recently, uh, we, we conducted training for all of our Operators and our setup people here. We brought in a third party to do roll form training, uh, a, a company called Roll Form Solutions, and in part through the benefit, I'd add through Techcred was helped underwrite that for us as well. So we're very committed to training our people, very committed to the growing their their capabilities here, and giving them the opportunity to grow personally, professionally, financially. As Brian Shainer said, this is a place where people come and and you can have a great career. You can be here a long time and you can raise your family and provide for your family and so forth. And that's what we uh, we intend to continue to promote here. Uh,
2: Of course, we spoke with Linda, uh, but are there many women who work at the company?
3: There are I would I'm going to this is a guess on my part, Jeremy, but I would venture to say about uh, probably within the office, I should say there's probably thirty percent or if not more of uh, of women working in, in here in production, probably maybe ten no, percent no more than ten percent, although we're seeing those numbers grow um, so you know that that is something that with the passage of time we see increasing evidence of uh, a, an interest in Women coming into the workforce in engineering, uh, we're, we have half of our engineers are women, um, and so you know I would say that's another area. We have a, a relationship with Youngstown State University through their STEM program, and we've been very um, supportive of what they're doing over there and, and bringing their uh, their engineers uh, over from Youngstown here, and they happen to be women. So um, we, we see it increasingly. Uh, throughout the organization women make up a, a larger percentage of our workforce okay
2: are there any initiatives that Heinz uh, is putting into place to, uh, to continue diversifying its 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 workforce in that manner
3: I can't say that there are specific initiatives that we have underway uh, we're very fortunate in that we get a diverse group of people applying here so I there hasn't been any special effort quite candidly that we put forth to, to do that. But, um, we have, a, again, as I say, we through, because we're recruiting through the Valley, we, we get a very diverse group of people. Okay. Very
2: good. And, uh, this, uh, your, your main location is Youngstown, uh, uh, sticking around. Uh, what, what is, uh, what is it about Youngstown and the Youngstown workforce that, uh, has been allowing Heinz to grow over the years.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, by way of background, and I don't know if this was brought to the attention of everyone, but Heinz Industries will turn 100 years old in four years. So we've been here 96 years. I, I, I don't know how many businesses exist within the Valley that have been here 96 years, but, you know, I can remember it as a young boy myself. Uh, and, and so I think there's a certain, you know, having grown up here, I'm terribly biased. Jeremy grew up here as well. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm biased. Uh, I, again, I left after high school and returned only you know, five years ago. Um, but I, I, this is a special a special community. I, I think that we've been through some challenging times and the result of which is build a certain mentality of people from the valley here or a toughness plus, plus a, a close bond within, within the community. People want and cheer each other on and, and want each other, you know, help each other be successful. And, and I think I see that throughout this community and I see it here at Heinz Industries as well.
2: Very good. Uh, one of our participants has asked how they can get some manufacturing experience. Um, I'm wondering, uh, just kind of, molding that question a little bit, uh, are there opportunities maybe for job shadow, experiences for younger people or just to come in and and check things out? And then what about with some of the career and tech schools uh, for maybe some of the younger students who might be looking to pursue manufacturing later on down the road? Uh, What kind of opportunities exist for them to maybe get some of the basic skills at the uh, uh, local career and tech schools?
3: Yeah, I, I would say, first off, as far as shadowing, we've not done that, but we would be more than happy to accommodate that. We recognize that you know we we certainly intend to be here another hundred years, and um, we understand that we are going through a transition now in which we need you know we've got people who are retiring and we need to bring on the next generation of of workers here, and we know that an important part of that is to is to participate in events like this to you know be able to be a resource to students who are contemplating their future and what they might want to do. So to the extent to which we can support that effort, we're going to do everything we can. I think that's my number one job as a CEO of this business is to bring on the next generation of talent to run this business long after I'm gone. Um, And the technical schools certainly I think it's very important. When I was young, joint, the Mahoning Valley Joint Vocational School had just gotten started when I was in high school. Um, those are very important opportunities and, and institutions as well. So you know, as I mentioned before, we're connected strongly with YSU. We intend to do the same thing with the high schools as well as the technical schools. Um, again, it's, it's vital to the future of this business.
2: Got it. And uh, I guess the final question that I see from our uh, group is whenever they're ready to start looking for a job, what is the process for applying? Uh, how can they come knock on your door and and uh, be part of Heinz's future?
3: I don't think anyone knocks on the door anymore. It doesn't seem, I think that, I think I would say that, you know, it'd be like, that's how I found my yeah. jobs. I think today, they're way more sophisticated and savvy than, than I was and, and mm-hmm. had tools available to them. I, you know, I think that uh, if you go to our website, not, not, this isn't a pitch for Heinz, but why not? <laughs> go to our website uh, and uh, you'll see that we have online there positions that are open. Uh, you can apply online. We also, through our, our uh, Paycom system, that we utilize we also connect to indeed and different uh, services such as that. so that's perhaps the best way or if you know of anybody that Bennett you know works currently at Heinz, let them know um, you know use whatever means available to you we're, we're here and, and, and last resort I don't you know feel free to come and, and knock on the door mm-hmm. because we'll certainly answer it.
2: Very good. Very good. Um, well, that seems to answer all the questions uh, that were asked. Any final thoughts, uh, Rick and Jeremy, on uh, any, any any parting advice uh, to the young uh, men and women watching today?
6: I guess parting advice for me would be to, you know, be engaged in whatever you're doing. Um, be aware of things around you and stay positive. You know, a positive attitude goes a long way.
3: Yeah, I, I, there's nothing I could add to that. I think Jeremy hit the nail on the head. Uh, be positive, uh, that, that's infectious. We're looking for that. We're looking for people with good attitudes, wanna work hard, wanna be successful, wanna feel good about what they've accomplished each and every day.
2: True, sure. outstanding. All right, well, I think that does it for us. Uh, Wrapped things up a, a little bit earlier than we expected. That's always good. Uh, I want to thank uh, Rick Oregon and Jeremy Gierski for participating today. Uh, gentlemen, it was great to see you again. Thank you so much again for hosting us and allowing us to uh, walk around the shop and, and pester your workers and uh, put a camera in their face. Uh, it was definitely a cool experience for us. Uh, and of course, thank you to all the students for for logging in today and uh, you know, paying attention, giving us your attention, giving us your time. Uh, we hope you enjoyed yourselves. Hope you got all your questions answered and be sure to check uh, out tomorrow at noon. Uh, we will be taking a look at the healthcare careers and we will be visiting the Hope Center for Cancer Care in Youngstown. Uh, but until then, uh, Jeremy and Rick, thanks a lot and uh, enjoy the rest Thank of your you. day.
3: Thank you, appreciate the time. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks. Take care. Take, care, Take now. care
1: Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, because together we're building a culture of entrepreneurship and promoting workforce development. So if you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast player. Your feedback is very important to us. We want to make the show better all the time. And if you would like to give me direct feedback, email me, please. My email is jherrmann at business-journal.com or you can find me on LinkedIn. And lastly, would love to thank the members of the Brain Gain Coalition. Those headline collaborators include Farmers National Bank, Sweeney Chevrolet Buick GMC, the Mahoney Valley Manufacturers Coalition, and Southwoods Health. And joining them are members of the coalition, including Eastern Gateway Community College, PNC Bank, the Maransky Companies, MCCTC, the Mahoney County Career and Technical Center, the Youngstown Business Incubator, Simon Roofing, the DeBartolo Corporation, Youngstown State University, and Junior Achievement of Mahoning Valley. Without them, none of this would be possible. So thanks again for joining us today. And remember, together we are building a culture of entrepreneurship and promoting workforce development.